Welcome back to Trek Untold. I'm Matthew, and this is a special bonus episode of Trek Untold because we got some really interesting information to tell you guys about linked to a very cool event that's happening later this year that I think a lot of you folks in the tri-state area are going to want to check out. Today, we are talking about Trek Long Island. This is the first Trek convention to happen in New York in quite some time. This is really an event made by fans for the fans. Uh, Really awesome stuff here. And I'm joined today by a few of the folks who are behind this really cool event. Uh, So joining us, we have Stephanie, who is the showrunner for Trek Long Island. And we have Edwin and Rachel, the program coordinator and the uh, panel liaison. Is that that the right term? Yeah, talent liaison. Talent liaison. Okay, I was close. I had the liaison part. (laughs) You were close. You are close. (laughs) I had the important part, which is liaison. It makes it sound very, very important. (laughs) So thank you guys very much for being here today. You know, I I cannot wait to go to this event coming up May 20th uh, and 21st, I believe, out in Hop Hog, Long Island. Uh, which is one of the most New York words you could possibly say, like hop hog. <laughs> I cannot hide my accent when I say that word. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I want to now start this thing the same way I'm starting with all my guests in this podcast. And that's uh, I'd like to ask you guys each, what's your earliest memory of Star Trek before we get into things here? And I'm going to start with you, Steph, as the showrunner. Uh, what's your earliest memory of Trek? My earliest memory is really um, I didn't I didn't watch my family wasn't a Trek family at all. So probably my earliest was next generation um i watched some of the earlier stuff on my own as a kid but i was so little i really didn't even know what i was watching but um probably next gen like i really came from a non-nerdy family this is i i don't know where i came from so well now you've basically found your proper nerdy family here among the trekdom so it works out well for you uh, edwin rachel how about you guys uh what's your earliest memory trek rachel you want to start off mine's not very exciting um oh gosh probably when i was about 13, 14. Um, I had a TV in my room and I'd stay up late and watch TV. And the thing that ran at the time that I watched was Voyager. So I actually started watching Voyager and got into it and then learned that there was like a bajillion other versions. So <laughs> then I just started slowly going through the others and and that's how I started basically. And I, I'm, I'm old school. Um, I started watching in the seventies as a kid, a passive viewer, um, watching the original series back in England, uh, on, I think it was Monday night to air at seven 20. They always put it on at weird times. Um, and then later the reruns in the eighties at six o'clock on BBC two. And I, I was a passive viewer. I really got into it with, um, Star Trek three. Uh, I think the shock of the Enterprise being blown up just made me want to watch more to see the Enterprise. And I started watching the reruns and I was hooked ever since. So my first love is the original series. And I think it's fair to say that everybody in this virtual room right now all has some serious nerd cred. Because uh, I know, you know I can see Edwin in the background. You got your Planet of the Apes figures on the wall. I have indeed, Mego, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Steph, you got some really cool stuff in your room. I know that not all of it's out there. Last time we talked, I saw some like weaponry in there. So I'm just going to yeah, say yeah, you're I'm not home right now, so I don't have my weaponry around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, just so you guys can tell us a bit more about some more of your nerd cred. I mean, you guys uh, are also into like Doctor Who, I believe, right? And some other, well, yeah. What, what else are you guys into, Stephanie? I am into, well, I'm a librarian, so, you know, I'm into reading, and if you can't, that's pretty nerdy. Um, but I, I, like, I wrote my thesis on anime and manga, so I started to be pretty nerdy on that, but I... What was the topic for that one, exactly? I, I got to hear more about themes, that later. Theme, I did the themes of uh, manga um, in in uh, the first first books of every series. I read 200 books, and I, I wrote about wow. them. Yeah, wow. it was fun. I had a great time. I actually did. <laughs> so, uh, Doctor <laughs> Who, obviously... 
Um, and I've always been a big Trekkie, really. I, I mean, I don't watch much TV. I really don't. It's so weird. I, I only got a real TV a couple of years ago. How about you guys, Edwin and Rachel? Rachel? Well, you go first this time. Oh, okay. Um, oh, nerd stuff. I mean, where do I begin? Do- doctor Who was the first show I ever watched. Uh, mm. John Pertwee's my doctor. I always remember the story with the giant maggots. Uh, John Pertwee and Katie Manning, uh, Joe Grant. That's my doctor and companion. I Doctor Who's in my DNA, obviously, being from the UK. Um, I love other British sci-fi like Blake Seven, Star Trek, uh, particularly original series. Um, and I love Discovery and Strange New Worlds, um, Prodigy. Um, and uh, then Supernatural. Yes. We met through Supernatural. We used mm-hmm. to work for Supernatural conventions, which is where we met. So absolutely love Supernatural. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like Star Wars as well, and, and most science fiction and, and uh, fantasy and horror. Love horror too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, very, very big geek credentials and do a lot of comic cons and conventions. I'm pretty much the same thing, except for um, I do watch a lot of anime. So, I guess that would make me a little extra nerdy. And I do play some WoW here and there. So, <laughs> Oh, wait a minute. I play Pokemon Go every day. Yes, you do. Stop. Wait a minute. I got. I didn't know we were talking about that. And I play absolutely nothing. nothing. I mean, I played Star Wars Battlefront and my speeder bike kept crashing into the tree. It took me about 58 attempts just to get out of the ditch one time. So that's the extent of my... had her laughing, though. So it sounds like we need to get like maybe a Trek Long Island Minecraft uh, room going, perhaps we'll, we'll oh build uh, an enterprise in Minecraft. That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> yes, better than Roblox Minecraft. Yeah, yeah I'm not disagreeing <laughs> there. <laughs> Shots fired, Stephanie. Shots fired. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Edwin, you actually mentioned some of your convention experience, and I do want to stress, you know, as we start now talking about Trek Long Island, you know, this isn't not an event like by Reed Pop or by the folks who do WonderCon or any of those things. Like it's not some giant conglomerate that's a faceless company. This is literally a bunch of fans who have experience doing stuff at this cons. This is my but... wallet. So if yeah. you could buy your tickets now, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the truth there. I mean, this is not some company that's got yeah. just tons of money to throw at it. This is basically cool. actual <laughs> human beings who are legit fans who are doing this thing. So I'd love to ask you guys, how'd you all meet up and connect and decide that you want to put together the craziness that is a Star Trek convention. I was at LA Who, and um, I, I I do I do a lot with LA Who. the The guy who runs it is a really good friend of mine, and we work together really well. And I said, "Why am I not doing this?" And a couple of my friends were like, "We'd help you out. Let's all work together." And that's where it came from. Then I was like, "I know this guy Edwin, and he knows a little about <laughs> Star Trek, so I figured I'd give him a call a little bit." I've been doing conventions for years as an attendee and, and I got to know people and I ended up uh, like some of the creation events, working them, looking after actors, same for the supernatural events and once upon a time, um, some of the Ticonderoga events I've helped at, uh, uh, charity shows. Uh, I got to know a lot of the actors throughout my travels and became friends with a lot of them. Um, and so, you know, when Steph said, you know, do you guys want in to help with this convention? We said, yeah, sure. sure. And uh, I reached out to some of the people who had I'd just been like friends, like people I'd watched in the original Star Trek. And they said, yeah, we'd love to. I mean, obviously, you contact them and you do you make it official, you know, contracts and stuff like that. But it's essentially uh, a lot of people are coming because 
they know me and they know Steph and Rachel and, and it's goodwill. They they believe in us. Uh, a lot they know of people really want to see this back on the East Coast. So really, is yeah, that, yeah, and they really, yeah. really are supporting that. We're, yeah. we're not a corporation. We're not no. a read pop. Um, and you know, and I've learned a lot from all the conventions I've either worked at or attended. Mm. I've learned what works and what doesn't work, as has Steph and Rachel. And you know, we just put it all together and we tried to take the best elements of everything we've experienced and and put Make it into something. this convention. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, the last time I went to a Trek convention was actually my very first Star Trek convention. And I feel like that's kind of the event that helped me even become a bigger fan in a lot of ways. And that was mm-hmm. I think, back in the distant year of like 2016 at the Javits Center. Last mm-hmm. time it's been in New York, basically. So it's been that many years since there's been a dedicated Star Trek convention here on the East Coast. Even those weren't really fan run. You didn't have the real panels. You didn't have the yeah. real. And I want to bring that that old school grittiness of Star Trek convention. I want it to feel real nerdy. Let's, I want to do this. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it also, it's not just, yes, we've got some really good actors mm-hmm. coming that you don't see on the East Coast very often. And mm-hmm. some of them you don't see at all. Yes. Um, and in addition to that, we're offering a lot from the new shows and we've got a good balance from the older shows as well. Yeah. Um, and in addition to that, like Steph said, it's not just about having actors mm-hmm. doing a Q&A, autographs, etc. It's about um, a science track, a real science track with real scientists that we pulled in myself through my professional connections. I'm a scientist. And I I pulled in uh, a lot of professionals to come and talk at this event and also some good friends of mine, uh, Zarina Salido. She runs an organization called Taking Up Space. Uh, Zarina is Native American and she encourages Native American girls to go to space camp. And through uh, um, various NASA programs, they raise money to achieve this and they are going to be coming to give a talk about their work. Yeah, so it's really awesome that you guys are making this a very kind of granular convention and the fact that it is not just, you know, the autographs. It's very much about the actual science yeah. and more so I think yeah. it's, about, it's really about the actual community of the fans yeah. and not just the faceless entity trying to cash in. So that's it's, very admirable. And it's yeah. a very ambitious event also. And Even uh, as simple as the vendors. I'm not looking just to get any vendor off the street. I want to find people that um, fit in with the theme. I don't want to have... 12 jewelry vendors to be like, oh, just make money off of vendors. That's not the point. The point is to yeah. really make that experience for yeah. the people coming and for the vendors to do well. I don't want to see people leaving and failing. So let's just start talking about some of the cool stuff you guys are going to have. Edwin, you mentioned a little bit already, but I think, you know, while the show isn't completely focused on celebs, your guest list is phenomenal right now. And it's still growing, which to me is absolutely <laughs> nuts for first year convention. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I don't know how you guys are doing it, but let's just start running down here. Uh, Tell us who's the headliners and who else is coming because this guest list just like, my God, can you guys just stop? I don't know how I'm going to have money for all this stuff. Please. We're about there now. Okay. <laughs> I think we're there. Well, we started with, uh, well, actually, we started with Oded Fier. He was the first person we pulled yeah. in to the event. And that was super exciting. I didn't think I, I didn't, I didn't think he would be interested. And then uh, Doug Jones is our next. And he was pretty much in every single thing ever made ever. Um, <laughs> and I think David Ajala is our next mm-hmm. uh, headliner. And he's a little overlap of Doctor Who and Batman. And so people will be excited about that. We've got uh, Raven Dowder. Raven is is Dr. Pollard from Discovery. Um, Mm -hmm. She hasn't done many conventions, if any. I think she may have done one Vegas appearance. Uh, Pumzile Sitole, Pumi, this is, I believe, her first first convention. Actual first, yes. Um, And and then we have uh, Bonnie Gordon from Prodigy. 
she's coming to do the entertainment and we we have a, a children's area called starfleet academy being run by dana brusa and dana pesco and uh, we like to call our younglings the cadets and bonnie gordon's going to be doing a uh, story time star trek prodigy in the voices because she obviously works on the show mm-hmm. as a rob voice perlman's too. book the book that rob perlman wrote yeah, yeah rob perlman will be there too <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. rob will be there yeah um and uh oh and then of course we have the lovely robin curtis mm-hmm. uh savick from trek three and four we mm-hmm. have jg hertzler uh everyone's favorite klingon martok <laughs> um and then from the original series we have uh david frankham mm-hmm. uh, the voice of sergeant <laughs> Tibbs, and he's going to be on the outer limits panel barbara luna marlena moreau from mirror mirror the original star trek she's also on the outer limits panel as well as star trek Tanya Lamani from Wolf in the Fold and uh, Sandy Gimple, the salt vampire from The Man Trap and Talosian from The Cage. Wow. And Sandy is still an active stunt woman at the yes. age of 82. So yeah. uh, we also have from Star Trek Picard, we have Issa Briones, um, who played Data's daughter in the in the show. Um, and um, Evan. Evagora. Yes. Um, and it's a very funny story how we got Evan. <laughs> <laughs> he reached out to Stephanie via email and we thought we were being catfished. Yeah. So we set up a Zoom <laughs> and he said, oh, I'm going to have to postpone the Zoom because I'm in New Zealand. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here yeah. we go. Hey, you're we getting the, Zoom. Yeah. the next night I Googled Christchurch, New Zealand, Evan Evagra, and there was a convention he was a guest at. And then Poorly. we did the Zoom and it really was. <laughs> so, I was like, Evan, it's you. You're not catfishing no. us. <laughs> he looks me like, he's like He's like, you thought you were being catfish? Yeah. Well, yeah, we did. (laughs) Evan Evan and Issa are coming. And they're all going to, they're actually going to, we just announced recently that Evan, Issa, Robin, and JG um, are all also joining us for the QPass dinner. We're doing a big special dinner on the Saturday evening. We haven't mentioned France Nguyen. Oh, my goodness, France. You forgot France. That's how big this guest list is. Wow. France, the uh, the dolmen of Alas uh, from the episode Alain of Troyes. Uh, the lovely France Nguyen is going to be there as well. This is a very rare appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are so grateful to have yeah, her. So, yeah, she is absolutely wonderful. That's mostly the guests who are just going to be there in person. You guys haven't even mentioned that you also have a bunch of virtual guests coming. Because, oh, yeah, of course, why not give yourself harder. more stress and add more people to the show? <laughs> <laughs> We have Rob Perlman coming. We mentioned him. Um, if you don't know Rob Perlman, he's written so many books that range from Trek to The Office to just some really fun stuff for children and um, about diversity and inclusion. He's fantastic. We have John Peel coming also, which is super exciting. He usually comes to our Doctor Who events. I'm really excited to have him at a Star Trek event. Um, Michael Jan Friedman is will be there, who I actually met um, a couple of weeks ago in Maryland. He's so, so, so nice, and I can't wait to have him at the event. Keith R.A. Pronounce his last name, Edwin. The Candido. There you go. That's a hard one, Keith. I'm I sorry. believe I got it right. I'm I think sure so. He'll tell, <laughs> tell us. It's a, hard one. it's a hard one. But uh, he's fantastic. And uh, everybody's excited about him. I can't believe how many times he keeps. I'm not even reposting him. Somebody else is reposting him over and over. And whoever they are, thank you. Dave Rash will be there. Oh, you want to talk about Dave Rash? Oh, Didn't well, I was going to say, actually, on the Star Trek author panel, he's not a Star Trek author, but Chris Abbott is going to be appearing. Oh, he's yes, a Sherlock Holmes author, but he's appearing on the Trek author panel. He's and J.G. Hertzler is going to be on the author panel because he's written two books about Martok, Left Hand of Destiny 1 and 2. 
So we've included JG. He was very happy to join the author. Mm -hmm. uh, and then Dave Rash has written um, a volume about the, the script to the outer limits. And Dave has got a series of individual books coming out with the original scripts from the outer limits. So Dave is our outer limits historian. <laughs> And we, have, we have Nick Parisi coming also. Nick Parisi does Twilight Zone. It, it's I've seen him speak. I've seen him speak at the library. He's fantastic. He's doing our Trek to the Zone panel. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Actors from Star Trek that have also been in Twilight Zone. We have Mark Edlitz coming. to. He's a James Bond expert. He's written several books about James Bond. Uh, he is doing a, a panel on espionage in Star Trek, which will, of course, <laughs> feature the influence of James Bond on Star Trek and Section 31. And yes. then we also have people on the set. Michael Westmore will be virtual with us. Mike Mike is coming virtually. He's going to be interviewed by Bonnie Moss. Bonnie Moss is a, a personal friend of Leonard Nimoy, and she is going to be giving a two-hour talk. There's going to be an intermission, and it's on Len her personal friendship with Leonard Nimoy of 35 years with exclusive photos like i she showed me the talk and i've never seen these photos bonnie got these photos like when she would write into cbs or whenever in the day and they would send you photos um so there's some very rare ones that you haven't seen on the internet so that's a pretty enormous guest list uh, i'm still blown away by it just now like you know i've seen it on the website but now hearing you guys is listed rattle this <laughs> off it's like that is <laughs> So overwhelming, you guys. We just add Doug Drexler and um, who was the other name? We, Michael and Denise Okuda. Doug and Mike and Denise, they are coming in virtually. Um, our dear friend Barbara Luna um, got the, asked them to participate and they were happy to do so. Um, next year, we would hope we could do an in-person appearance. And we mustn't forget Federation sound designer um, Alan Howarth oh, is yes. coming in. Alan did the sound design on Star Trek's one through four of the original movies. And he's also known for his work with uh, John Carpenter doing soundtracks for Escape from New York, They Live, and uh, co-writing and producing the Halloween soundtracks and Halloween 3 in particular. So Alan's coming to give his one hour talk on, on music and sound design. So it's like each time I think you're done, you're like, oh, wait, here's a few more. Why not? And there's 20 more. other people. Well, that's what I said in my thing. But wait, there's more. <laughs> Seriously, it's like nonstop. But you know, not only is it that, not only are there going to be autograph sessions and also panels, as we mentioned, with a lot of those special guests. But uh, and, I, and I know, granted, we are still a few weeks away from the actual event. So I know you're still putting these together, but you also have a lot of cool panels uh, that are going to be happening, uh, as well as some podcasters coming in here. So you can tell us a little bit, give us a little bit of a sneak preview of what to expect from, let's say, the panel schedule and uh, who's going to be joining us from the podcast world. We have four four auditoriums. We have the large auditorium, which is going to have all the guests in. And in addition to that, we have the science track. We have about seven or eight panels uh, of, of NASA scientists and, and medical scientists coming to talk about the science of Star Trek, what Star Trek was, in, you know, inspired, and also what Star Trek gets wrong in science. We have talks about astronomy, and 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 biology um we have brian gottschalk coming to give a talk about the construction of the star trek set tour up in ticonderoga he has some exclusive photos because he was there when the set tour was constructed and he's going to talk more about that um in addition we as i've said we have the panels about outer limits james bond espionage and and twilight zone we have podcasters we have Trek Untold. Um, <laughs> and I, believe, I, I, believe, I believe, Matt, you are bringing in a couple of people virtually. 
I am. Uh, maybe it's time to announce that because I'm going to be having my very first <laughs> Trek Untold panel. I'm, I'm honestly very, very excited to be doing this. And I'm so happy to do it with you guys. So I'm bringing in a few guests of my own. I guess we're going to make that announcement too. So as of now, I can tell you that the Trek Untold panel at Trek Long Island is going to feature Licia Naff and Albie Selznick. And there's going to probably be a third person as well, but that's going to be uh, announced a little bit later on. But those are who I got so far coming. And I uh, cannot wait to talk to those folks again because they were such wonderful guests. And I'm very excited because these guys, uh, you know, Alicia and Albie have not done any conventions in forever. Wow. So, yeah, they're going to be coming virtually. Also, they're going to be joining us via Zoom. So I'll be able to interact with all you guys through that. Uh, it's going to be an amazing panel. And, uh, you know, like I said, these folks are, are real rare gems to be doing this. So, uh, yeah, do not miss out on this chance to spend some time with them. And and also, Matt, I believe we discussed this, but I think you are going to be interviewing Robin Curtis on stage. I am. I got goosebumps thinking about that now. So yeah, I'm be, I, I was waiting for you guys. I was like, do I do I say it? Do you guys say it? But yeah, I'm gonna be. You agree to Curtis. it? You, I've got it in writing. Yeah, it's written down. It's in concrete. Yeah, I'm. I'm so super excited. I'm very grateful. By the way, you guys are giving me that opportunity to spend with Robin Curtis, uh, who you guys will know from Star Trek three and four as Savick, and also appeared in uh, Star Trek season TNG season seven in the Gambit two parter. Uh, yeah. In in the movies, she was a Vulcan. And TNG, she was a Romulan, go figure. Uh, but yeah, I cannot wait to get her on the stage and chat with her because uh, that is one of those guests, again, on my my big old list I got somewhere. So uh, let's just scratch one off the bucket. So again, thank you guys for giving me that chance. Oh, fantastic. Um, we, we also have from podcasts, we have our friends from Sci-Fi Sisters are coming. They're doing some interviewing and they're going to be doing some <laughs> podcast panels. Uh, they have a variety of topics that they're doing. So track C is all the podcasters. Uh, we have our friend, uh, dear friend, uh, Jim Yeager from uh, Trek Talking. Jim's been wonderful uh, in helping us promote the show. And, and he's going to be there doing uh, some panels. Um, and we have a uh, strange new pod. I believe you introduced us to them, Matt. Yep. Um, we have big sci-fi podcast. Correct me if I'm wrong, Steph. Yes. And then, and she's a scientist too. She'll be speaking. On Adina. Yeah. Adina's going to be doing some of the talks because she's a scientist. You guys have uh, Women at Warp and also Roy's tie-dye sci-fi corner. Yep. And I was about, oh, yeah, that, that, oh, that's that Roy. I've got Roy who? <laughs> Roy, Roy is a very dear friend, and um, we're looking forward. Roy's going to be running track B, and, and we're very we're looking very forward to having Roy there as well. Um, and then track D is um, going to be fans. We've invited fans to send in their panel ideas, and we've had some come in. And we we have managed to fill Saturday, mm-hmm. but we need more panel we, ideas. Yeah, otherwise so Edmund could be dancing ticket, in that room the yes. entire time. When you, when you <laughs> yeah, buy Edmund your ticket, put in a panel idea. Yes. <laughs> That, yeah, that you're yeah. going to present. This isn't yes. a, you putting an idea for us to present. This is an idea that, <laughs> that you want to present. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, this is my good chance for me to chime in also and let everybody know that I will have another panel as well at the event. So besides the Trek Untold, I'm also going to be doing on Sunday, since we're talking about filling out the day still uh sunday i'll be doing a panel with another former guest and a friend of mine jonathan alexandrados and we're gonna be talking all about star trek toys uh so you do not want to miss that one because between the two of us i think we have like every star trek toy ever made Uh, (laughs) and we're gonna be we're gonna be taking some deep dives in there i think a lot of folks are gonna be really really into and also we talking of toys we have our sponsor migo toys they're going to be there and they're going to be doing a panel at some point i i think they might even be sharing a a panel they're doing their own panel but i think they might be sharing a panel with you and jonathan i can't remember remember. that's something we have to talk about offline um but um i believe that uh certainly on the i believe on the saturday 
Um, Frank is coming from Mego Toys, and we are hoping, fingers crossed, yes. to convince Marty Abrams, president of Mego, to come um, as he lives on Long Island. So we're hoping that he'll be able to make it in a rare convention yeah. appearance. Um, and also, um, you know, Mego is going to have uh, their Saru action figure and their Salt Vampire action figure on sale. So come along, buy your Saru and your uh, Salt Vampire action figure and get Sandy Gimple to sign the vampire and Doug Jones to sign Saru. You're such a salesman. I know. I am. <laughs> like, plug that away. Watch those sales go up there. <laughs> and honestly it's quite brilliant though that's that's great you guys have that happening uh and you know another important thing too, i want to stress here as we're talking about all this stuff you know we mentioned the celebs we mentioned the podcasters we mentioned all the different panels or some of the panels you guys have and of course like you said if anybody out there is listening who wants to attend and have a panel uh make sure to visit treklandisland.com to email them if you'd like to participate but uh you know another big thing i want to stress because you guys have mentioned it throughout this interview is that this is really an all ages event like while this is yes a hardcore trekkie convention for fans uh it's also for fans of all ages this is not exclusionary to just the older trekkies you know there's no gatekeeping here of any age or anything like that uh and i know steph too you know you are a librarian and part of that is through your library library. as well (laughs) yes tell us about uh library for the kind and uh a lot of this rooted from library for the kind because i wanted to library for the kind i created uh during the pandemic it was to outreach to children uh with picture books uh, uh that are that focus on diversity and inclusion and kindness so I wanted to create an event. I wanted to do an event. And what is Star Trek? But exactly that. And um, so it really rooted from a children's perspective. And um, now it's, um, well, it's obviously grown. But, so, but you know, you know, all these people going to this event, they started as children liking Trek. So we really should be supporting the little guys and encouraging, mentoring them to uh, become the Trekkies that we are today. Well, maybe not what Edwin is, but what everybody else is. All right, so I got to ask you guys now, uh, and maybe we'll do it in reverse order from how I started the show. We'll start with you, Rachel. I'm going to put you on the spot oh, first great. here. With great. that enormous guest list we talked about, who's going to be the person that you're going to be first in line for when it's time to get autographs? Oh, wow, that's tough. Okay. <sighs> Probably Odin to start with, but there is a nice, soft spot for David Frankham. He is a wonderful human being, and I actually really can't wait to see him. He'll probably be... The first tie right there with Odin. So, how about you, Edwin? I would have to say actually David, because uh, I met David once in Ticonderoga. David, as you know, played Larry Marvick in Is There in Truth No Beauty? He was the voice of Sergeant Tibbs in 101 Dalmatians. He's a, he's become a very dear friend. He just turned 97 years young. Yep. And he is such a delightful person. Everywhere he goes, everyone falls in love with him. And I think, like, you're going to have Star Trek fans and you're going to have Disney files coming to the convention to see David because it is a rare appearance and he's such a wonderful guy. Mm -hmm. So I I have to say, I want to see all the actors like Oded, but definitely, definitely David Frankham. And Stephanie, who's going to be your number one for autographs? Well, I'd probably go to David Ajala first, but after I melt to a puddle, I'll probably <laughs> kind of slime on over to Doug and, you know, make my way. <laughs> Good answer. Probably the same. I think uh, I'll be heading over to Doug first because Doug is the guy I've talked about on my show forever, how I need to interview this man. So I- I'm going to be going up there. I'm going to be gushing and probably crying and who knows what else. There's going to be a lot of fluids <laughs> out of me. Also. Like, oh my God, we got to get Matthew away from Doug. I know, right? <laughs> it's not going to be pretty, you Security, guys. Security, watch pretty. that guy there. 
All right. So once I get myself a towel and, and mop myself back up, uh, you know, dealing with all the other stuff happening, there's even more still at the event. So you guys also have some entertainment going on here. Uh, so tell us about that. Tell us how that's going to work. Is this like all inclusive with the ticket or are they going to be like separate different things? How, how does this all work out? So the Q pass is a separate pass. It's our VIP pass. Okay. So you can buy that in advance. I suggest buying it in advance because I don't nice. think there'll be any left. Now, can non-corporeal beings and corporeal beings buy it, or is it only for uh, non-linear beings? Uh, either way. Okay. Either way, it's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so the Q-Pass, well, let's just start. You're going to get um, in the main auditorium, you're going to get the first five rows of seating. And whoever buys them first, we're ready. I think we might have filled the, either almost filled the front row, I'm not sure, mm-hmm. of Q-Pass people. I'm kind of first comes, first serve. So if you're that last person, you'll be in the fifth row towards the back. Uh, so buy them early. Um, besides that, you're going to get a fast pass. So you can kind of get before everybody on uh, photo op lines, on uh, autograph lines. You'll get a free autograph and a free photo op with somebody of your choice um, that's listed. Not everybody's listed, but it's the high um, end people. It's the more expensive people are listed. Uh, we also have well our dinner. We have a special dinner that's only mm-hmm. for the VIP clue pass holders. Um, we're going at the dinner. We'll have Evan Evagora will be there. Issa Briones will be there. Franz Nguyen. We're going to have Barbara Luda there. We're going to have Tanya Lamani there. We're going to have Sandy Gimple there. Uh, David Franken will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, JG Hertzler will be there. And Robin Curtis will be there. So they'll all be hanging out, eating dinner with you. So dine with the stars. Um, and then after that, we're going to have a cabaret on stage with, uh, the cosplay cabaret. We're going to have, um, uh, this, what, what's the, her name, Danny? She's the, yeah, so it's Danny Rydell and da- David McGowan are coming. They, they do like a data. They're well known in fandom. They do a data and seven of nine, uh, comedic skit. Uh, we've got, uh, Alex, uh, coming. Uh, we've got, uh, doing stand up comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Cat Smith and Sailor Marge. Uh, and then our headliner is going to be Bonnie Gordon, who has got some numbers lined up uh, for singing and so on for musical entertainment. So that will be the cabaret rounding out the evening. And then um, for those not attending, there's going to be entertainment in the main auditorium. We start at five on stage. Yep, main stage. Yep. yep. No, that's not magic, Edwin. Um, no. It's going to be Edwin doing his reenactment of uh, a horror scene from Star Trek V. <laughs> that's right, the Edwin fan. Guys, dog. buy the Q-Pass, I swear. That, 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 we've got to have some way to empty out that main auditorium. Um, I'm bringing no, my gold um, press latinum slips. <laughs> we've, got, um, we've got the Red Shirts improv, uh, followed by uh, Big Sci-Fi Podcast Trivia. Uh, we've got Dr. Willie Yee doing his Starship Magic show. Um, we then have, I think it's about three hours of Masquerade and Cosplay, cosplay. Cabaret, one, yeah. run by our Masquerade Cosplay Director, Jan Fennick. And I don't know what Jan's got planned. I said, here's I know one cousin. thing, though. We just Jan, got an Jan. announcer for Jan, just got an announcer. I found her announcer, um, the a drag queen named Bella Noche. She's a famous <laughs> drag queen on, in New York. We'll be there and she'll be announcing for Jan. Cool. Oh, nice. Cool. Fantastic. <laughs> cool. And then we got, um, after the masquerade, we've got, um, stand up comedy, late night adult stand up comedy going from like, I think about 11 until one in the main That's auditorium. Wow. And that will be some of our, um, uh, some additional comics plus the, the stand up comics from the cabaret, uh, doing a more uh, adult themed skit. So that's the entertainment on Sunday evening if you're not choosing to do the queue pass. And and even if you do the dinner, you can then still go to the late night uh, 
stand-up comedy in the main stage. You can go back and forth, you know. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Like, you know, I started talking to you guys a month ago when I first found out about the event because I was super excited. And to see you guys now, you know, this many months later, how much you guys have going on, I'm like still in awe, like legitimately just like, wow, you guys, like you, you've outdone yourselves for this first year. Uh, it's going to be a crazy event. I don't, I don't know how you guys are even going to get any sleep before this event because there's so much going into this. Actually, we don't sleep. I, I, I have an atomic battery in my chest. So. <laughs> it goes good with a positronic brain. That's right, yeah. All right, so if anybody wants to learn more about Trek Long Island, if you want to buy tickets to Trek Long Island, go to treklongisland.com. That's easy enough. And make sure you're following Trek Long Island on all social medias at Trek Long Island. Uh, and so now it's also for folks who are going to be able to come. Uh, Edwin, can you tell us where and when this event actually is taking place? It's taking place at the Hyatt Regency in Hopig, New York, and Long Island. Um, did I say it right? Hopig. Hop hog. I always yeah. get it wrong. It's such a um, weird word. I know, I know. Hop hog, New York. And it, it, as I say, it's May 20th and 21st. It's going to run from something like nine or 10 until like the small hours. And, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a true celebration of Star Trek and science fiction. Yeah. So that is again at the Hyatt Regency in Long Island. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it is accessible by the LIRR. There's a few stations. You'll probably still need to Uber the rest of the way there, but you'll be pretty darn close to it. So it is accessible if you're in Manhattan or you're from other places uh, and driving in, not too bad either. I mean, from about the city, it's maybe 30, depending on traffic, anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour away if it's real bad yeah. traffic. Uh, yeah. But I will be there. I'm going to be doing all sorts of things, as you mentioned. Uh, so many amazing guests. I, I really can't wait because I, like I said, I've only done really one Star Trek convention and to have this now in my backyard, that's... <laughs> My God, what you guys are doing is amazing. So I'm so happy that this is happening. That's I hope a lot words. of folks in the Trist area words. can do this, man. But... Matt, you have to tell your listeners that they need to buy a ticket so you can have this every year in your backyard. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because I don't want this to be a one and done. So all Trek Untold listeners, please, if you're in the Trist area and can make it that weekend, it's the weekend before Memorial Day, by the way, not Memorial Day weekend. So traffic will not be terrible uh, in theory. Well, the, uh, the, other thing, the other thing is it's like 50 bucks for two days. It's uh-huh. a bargain pass. Yeah. That's like that's really, really yeah. cheap. You look at other cons, that's even that for like a Sunday mm-hmm. at a comic con. Uh it's it's I, mean, more I don't than... have any skin in the, uh, I don't have any uh skin in this game here, but you know, it's true because like I went to New York Comic Con last year and just mm-hmm. a one day pass for like Thursday is fifty bucks, and then weekend it's going up to sixty and it's gonna keep oh, yeah. going up. So you're yeah. getting yeah. fifty bucks it... for two days is really that's and for who you're getting, mm-hmm. like yeah, yeah, no, you guys this Buy your is... tickets. Yeah. Um, I wanted to keep it cheap for the first year. There's just so many people still struggling after pandemic that it it would just be rotten to me if I went too high, I felt. Well, we're not a corporation, so we're not in this to make a profit. We're in this to raise money for charities, which we have listed on our, our website, and also to make enough money to have capital to put into next year's event. Um, you know, so that that that's really why we need to sell the tickets to secure this event, to make sure it's a success financially and Everything that's raised will go straight back into next year with money going to our charities as well. No so it's a win-win all around. Yeah. That's kind of the reason I wanted to make sure I had you guys on my podcast to promote this because I'm a fan of what you're doing. I'm very proud to be part of this very first event. And I want it to be the first annual event because I want it to happen next year and the year after. I want this thing to keep going. Uh, I just want this to happen again because, you know, being someone who, who goes to conventions and knows a little bit about that world also uh, it's very much about getting those tickets up front. So, mm-hmm. you know, the more yeah. you do, it shows that there's an interest. Uh, it, it's what you need to do out there. So if you can make it, you know, definitely market your calendar and buy those tickets in advance because it also could sell out and then you're not getting in. So, and the hotel is already sold out. 
the yeah, hotel that's, that's sold amazing, out that's already, and I can't believe it. And I know, I know. Uh, there are people that have bought the hotel, but not the ticket yet. And come on, you know, don't sell out. And yeah, have right? a hotel room and no ticket. That's <laughs> what I'm worried about. <laughs> So again, folks, that is treklongisland.com, May 20th and 21st, Hop Hog, Long Island, New York City. Be there or be vaporized, maybe, or pushed out of the airline. <laughs> like that. Wow, that's really strict. That's yeah. a hard sell now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, again, thank you, Stephanie. Thank you, Edwin. Thank you, Rachel, for telling us about the event. I'm excited to see you guys there in a few months. And I hope everybody who's listening, it'd be so cool if all you can make it. I know there's a lot of folks around the world who can't, obviously. But still, if you're able to do, do so, please come in there. I'd like to meet a lot of you folks also. Uh, so yeah, can't wait for May 20th, 21st. Uh, and so until then, you guys, uh, live long, prosper, and let's sell out those tickets. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Trek Untold is sponsored by treksphere.com. Promoting fan-produced Star Trek content in all forms is powered by the Rageworks Podcasting Network and is affiliated with Nerd News Today. <laughs>